Welcome to Energy in Action. I'm your host, Marcy Young, and as a Mito patient myself, I appreciate you and the community you've helped us to build. This podcast honors the triumphs and struggles of patients and families affected by this disease and celebrates the work being done by doctors and researchers every day to make it a safer world for our people. We are a support group and a podcast focusing on all things related to mitochondrial disease. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Energy in Action. I'm really excited today. I am joined with two very strong Mito women here, Alex Seltzer and Jenna Woods. And I've had an incredible time getting to know both of them. And I really value them and have been very inspired by their resilience. And so I'm looking forward to the two of them sharing their stories and how their stories came together and what they're doing to a gift that they are giving to the Mito community that we're going to get into in a little bit. So Jenna, do you want to kick us off and kind of just introduce yourself? Tell us about your diagnostic story and your schooling and your life and your symptoms, please. Hi, guys. I'm Genevieve Woods, aka Peach. Folks around the Mito community may already know me, but this is me in a little bit of a different capacity. This will be my story that a lot of you know, but in a context where I am interacting with a, with a different person, the lovely Alex. Because a lot of my story is of me fighting on my own, which I reiterate a lot of the, of the time that, that we can't do. So I am excited to introduce you all to a different side of, uh, of me. And hopefully you enjoy this different side of, uh, of me with a new project teaser that I am going to be starting with Alex soon. Anyways, let me just give a little refresher on who I am. I am Genevieve Woods, aka Peach. I have mitochondrial neuropathy ATP deletion, which which basically means I have muscle weakness, neuropathy, ataxia. I have damaged nerves and muscles throughout my entire body. And my kind of mitochondrial disease affects every cell in my entire body. So every organ, every muscle movement, every feeling that I experience is in some way affected. And usually it means that I don't feel pain as much and I don't feel, I don't feel heat as much. So I am usually a very cold person and my muscles cold. So they are damaged and they have the side effects of neuropathy negatively Im impacting them. So I have difficulty walking. I have difficulty with, with my muscles. They don't always like to play nice with me. And sometimes I have to like, like bargain with them. Like if you cooperate with me for the next day, Maybe I might give you a lot of sugar later. <laughs> so, um, and like most members of the mitochondrial disease community, I too have issues with, with energy levels. Usually after a big event, like this conversation with um, you guys, the new event, uh, the, uh, the new 
forum that I'm going to be going with Alex. So I just want to reiterate, while making this content for the community, it's not always easy, but I really want to do it because I really value spreading positivity, spreading happiness to such a strong, resilient community. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Alex, it's your turn. Teach us about you. I'm Alex. I am a college student and I'm living with LCHAD. It is a fatty acid oxidation disorder, which is a very subcategory of MIDO. Um, I basically can't break down fat and use that for energy. So as you know, with MIDO, we all have an energy problem. Uh, so that's mine. My MIDO essentially looks a little bit different each day. It's kind of what version of MIDO I'll get each day. I'm always up for the challenge and ready to figure it out. I've known about my MIDO my entire life. And so it's been with me all through every life stage, every season, every ups and downs. And um, I will say uh, the way that uh You'll learn later about um, how I used to manage it and how I manage it now are very different uh, because it has looked different in different seasons of my life. And when it comes to managing my LCHAD right now, I am at college and I, I am trying to learn how to live independently and continue to go after my goals and dreams and live my life to the fullest. You know, LCHAD does provide limitations, uh, but it doesn't mean that my heart and everything that I'm about has to be limited. And so I definitely work with my body every day to manage and keep going. Uh, it does look like global weakness, retinopathy, neuropathy, uh, various types of intake management and constantly fueling my body properly. And rest is very important because I have a lot of fatigue and I'm burdened by that. But I think when it comes to living and living well, and I think uh, Genevieve and I have bonded so much about this is our perspective on life and wanting to walk through the trials, walk through the celebrations, all with a positive attitude. Um, because, you know, it is a choice. And, you know, why not choose anything different when, you know, I'm gifted another day on this earth. And so, you know, I've been given a voice and I've been given a story. And that's definitely something I want to share and inspire people with. Hopefully they can learn from us and end up, you know, learning about Mido if you maybe don't know what Mido is or learning more about who we are and simply living in our uh, mindsets. And Genevieve, you know, known as Positive Peach, you know, I'm um, known as Joyfully Rare. And so I think we come together with complimentary stories and inspirational outlooks. Thank you, Alex. So tell me, how did the two of you connect initially? You're not from the same area. You don't live in the same town now. You have different types of mitochondrial conditions. Teach us how you came together. Initially, I initiated contact back in the day. I had seen positive peach and on social media and I had reached out and you know it's like I relate with you know the same mindset and just being a voice in the community um, and I was like wow you know Jenna is inspirational also I feel like I relate and I just like loved looking at her uh, posts and videos and just kind of walking with her alongside her and her story and um, kind of how she was working through even difficult things um, but how she's still trying to see the bright side. So that's kind of how I found Genevieve. So thank you, 
Alex, a lot of that like is correct. You did reach out to me with a lot of seeking inspiration and complimentary, and I loved all of that. So I get people reaching out to me a lot. So I constantly am talking to different people all the time. I am always open to outreach and helping members of the community because I want to share my clarity with people who are struggling. So I remember I was talking with Alex about how much we, about how much she admires what I am doing over a period of about, I think, two months. And then the reality of, of Mido reared its ugly head. And Alex and I fell out of touch for, for, for about six months. And then the wonderful CEO of Mido Action, Kyra Mann, uh, reached, reached out to me and goes, there is an individual who I think that you would get along famously with. I'm like, oh, who's that? And she goes, there's this person named named Alex Seltzer that I think that you should connect with. I'm like, why is that name familiar? So I looked back in my DMs on Facebook and I'm like, oh no, did I drop the ball on this one? Which is common for me to do because I don't want to bug or nag or... Uh, be on people's back about positivity or about anything, really. Because I know how mito patients get. Like, like it can be draining to be to be interacting with someone so socially. So I am just like, well, I dropped the ball here. Let's see if Alex knows who I am and for and remembers that I didn't follow up all those months ago I'm like let me just check if I was the last one who sent it because then maybe I'll feel a little, little bit better about about myself so long story short Alex and myself reconnected and we were talking about our different struggles and how Alex was starting her college experience while I had just ended mine two years prior and we were sharing struggles about physical therapy and how mito can kind of get you down sometimes and i remember i had this idea and i'm like hmm i wonder if if alex would also like to do a positive project together so that's kind of how we how we met we had previously connected when alex reached out and then kyra reconnected us over a span of about a couple of months later. That's awesome. When I first spoke with the two of you, I was so envious of this friendship you had, this connection that seemed so unique because it really is so isolating to have this condition and to not have a friend who also has a similar type of condition to be able to understand. And then Oddly enough, Mido Action got in touch with me about a woman in New York City who she thought that I would connect well with. And we have been talking and it's been making me think a lot about the two of you and how you connected so well and you can 
really build each other up so nicely and and provide joy in each other's lives. And I so desperately wanted that when I initially talked to you. And since our first conversations, I have developed a friendship. I don't want to say it's similar because every friendship is so different. But for me, this fills a a necessary bucket in my life. And I, I am so fortunate to have her and I can understand how beneficial this friendship is for the two of you. It's so essential in life to have people that you relate to and that you can really be yourself with. And unfortunately with Mido, I don't know if both of you would agree with this, but I am not my true self with everyone I'm around. It's very hard for me to be honest and completely transparent because um, it's it's heavy, you know? So I, I really... I'm so overjoyed with the two of you and the connection you formed and how the community has really brought you together and how you already were becoming friends and then Kyra even suggested it too. It's like she knew. She knew the two of you would do so well together. So I give you both a lot of credit for maintaining a friendship from afar because that's difficult and for always being by each other's side. So thank you and thank you. So we've been teasing this idea a little bit about this positive project and about something that we're going to be you you are going to be launching so let's tell our community what do jenna and alex have in store for them yes so the project that i had thought that alex would be interested in is a podcast based on our experiences with mito but with a positive outlook it's called positively walking with mito it's about positivity first and Mido second because I want to lead with positivity no matter what I am going through. And a lot of what I'm going through is Mido related. We put walking in the title because we both have trouble walking. And it's also, you know, walking alongside each other in this Mido journey. Like you said, this community and having people who just get it is something different. And it's something very special. And I definitely don't take that for granted. And, you know, we may be laughing and crying at the same time in those trials. But, you know, we are looking at the light at the end of the tunnel, finding the hope in the stressful times, uh, because that's just who we are and in the outlook we want to have. This sounds great. So what will our listeners hear when they listen to this podcast? Will it just be the two of you? Give us some teasers into the episode. So the first one is airing this later this week. So by mid-November, your first episode will be published. Your first episode will be published. Yeah. And will they be able to find it on Apple Podcasts and other platforms? Yes, it should be everywhere. We'll even have um, a YouTube page. So there's a film element. Awesome. Um, if you'd rather watch it. Sure. Yeah, we have an IT person that is also helping us and figuring out the logistics. You can't do everything. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what the episodes are going to be like. One of the paramount things about, about Mido is not to be stressed out about too much. And that's kind of where we are going with the podcast. We are kind of letting the forum be kind of loosey-goosey. Me and Alex have a natural chemistry, which we love. So we are kind of letting that lead the podcast. Maybe eventually after we've said everything, even though I don't think there is enough said between me and Alex, we might do interviews down the line. 
but we're going to start off with our natural chemistry because even though we both have mito our mitos are wildly different like like alex has been in the hospital multiple times i haven't been in the hospital in a long time like like i think a decade like i graduated college a couple of years ago i haven't been in the hospital since high school so clearly we have wildly different different experiences so uh we are letting our podcast be led by just the two of us but it's more than just one thing we have positivity which can apply to a lot of things and then we have the mito which can be applied to a lot of things because mito can pertain to more than just our experiences in the hospital or medical terminology or or our uh diagnostic odysseys they can range from support systems to mito cocktails yeah there's a lot that goes into it there are a lot of subtopics right absolutely <laughs> well, I am really looking forward to listening to your podcast and continuing to follow this amazing friendship between the two of you. How do you have time to host a podcast? You both have so much going on in your lives and you're dealing with the challenges and, and struggles that Mido gives on a daily basis. So tell me a little bit about your life, Alex, as a college student and how this kind of all plays together. Yes. And even, you know, for this interaction now, you know, for the listeners was moved multiple times because I was in the hospital for multiple weeks, you know, and that's just part of my dough. And, um, you know, it teaches me to be flexible, adaptable, also not get too hard on myself because, you know, I think some people are even like, how do you do it? How do you go to school? How do you do all these things? It's like, l is just part of my life, you know, and yes, it does create bummers when it pulls me out of the life I've built, but you know, hospitalizations are part of my life. It's just got to do what I got to do for my body so that I can go back and be ready, be 100% and feel good living out the life that I've built. And I just enjoy every minute that I get to be, you know, I'm not normal, obviously, but you know, that who is for real? Every Everybody has their thing. And you know, this is just what makes us unique. And that's what I love about owning it, owning El Chad, owning my story, owning how I manage it and how I do my life because I am here at college and it is hard. There's a lot of challenges and um, there's a, even what Jenna was saying, you know, Mito affects your social life. Mito affects really everything you do. It affects how I structure my day and what I can and maybe can't do that day. And that's okay because it's just part of life. And it's, yes, it's my perspective because I've had to deal with life with Mito. But that's that's all I know too. So, you know, just keep picking myself up each time and, and keep going. My motto is one step at a time. And, you know, each step I take is moving forward and finding those joys every day, those blessings that are in every day that I do get to do and the things I do get to be a part of. And so that's that's why I love to be at college and going after my goals because I, yes, that's a normal normal life thing is going to college. It just is going to look a little bit different with Mido, but I'm here for it because I'm up for a challenge. College is a great topic. You both can be quite an inspiration for our community when it comes to, you know, going through, getting through college um, with the condition. So are you open? And Jenna, when you were in college, were you open to talking about it with other students? Tell us a little bit about that, Jenna. I probably talked about it a little bit too much. 
meaning I probably annoyed the heck out of everyone. It's hard to find a balance. I, I get that. So I was basically the only kid in the entire school who had any kind of physical limitation that, that at least was visible because I would bring my walker to school for, for energy conservation reasons. And since Mito is so rare and it's very, like, the, the people who would talk about it are not really around, at least my area of Pittsburgh, that I am aware of. So I was always willing to, um, to be a cheerleader for Mito. And so I'm always willing to, um, to talk about it any chance I got. Like, nine times out of ten, any time I open my mouth, it would be to, to to be like, this is how this topic we're talking about in school relates to me. Especially whenever it came to psychology class, sociology class, because it brought a perspective that no one else in the, in the classroom could bring. So, in some ways, it was also alienating. But I was willing to alienate myself as the Mito girl. Or the girl who wouldn't be quiet about, about why she would walk a little bit different. Because there was no one else who was willing to do that. I'm willing to talk about these like things that could paint me in a potentially negative light. Because I'm willing to raise up the cause as opposed to raising up me. Even though... The cause is me. Yeah, and I think with Mido, we are natural advocates and educators because nobody really knows, you know, and it's not that they don't care. It's they just don't understand, you know, and I think with our positive attitude, we want to actually help people understand uh, because we genuinely just want to raise awareness and and help people know because they just want to know sometimes sometimes they don't want to know and i'd like to tell them anyways because we just love to talk about educating people on mido you know for me i do use mobility equipment and i'd love for people to see me before my equipment and i think that is how i approach people i'd love hearing that like jenna said like mido is me like it is a part of me it's it has really shaped who i am but it doesn't have to define everything about me out of curiosity have either of you found anyone during either of your college experiences that knew someone else with Mido? Yes. You did? Yeah. Wow. I think I became a little bit too much for her because I haven't heard from her in, in, in a while. But 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 I did end up meeting someone who knew what Mido was. So so I was like, please tell me like everything, like because I was so starved for. Mito content that I think I might have overcompensated a little bit. I have yet to meet someone who out of the blue when I talk to them about mitochondrial disease that they can tell me that they've also met someone else in their past. But I am glad to hear that you went all you didn't go all those years in college without finding someone that was familiar. And it sounds like they were in a position to use that platform in a in a positive way. So I really like to hear that. That's awesome. So what else do you have in store for the two of you? Any long term plans? You have met in person. Yes, we have. Okay, so tell us about that and if you have plans to, to meet again in the future. Yes, I uh, travel for my Mido uh, medical appointments and whatnot. And so um, happens to my most frequented destination is Pittsburgh. That's where Jenny is. <laughs> and so um, that is how we 
could connect uh, this past summer. And I will be there again next summer and for the foreseeable next decade. So that would be, hopefully Jenna and I stay friends for that long. I mean, you know, Genevieve and I will be friends forever. Absolutely. I plan on traveling up there for sure and connecting again. Awesome. And Jenna, do you work right now? So currently I work part-time for Mito Action. And then I am looking to get a, another job within the uh, the medical field. That's why I look not like myself. I'm a little bit devoid of makeup. I'm letting my skin heal so that on Friday I can look my best for my interview, which will have already happened by the time that this podcast airs. So, Well, hopefully you'll have the job by then. I hope so. Fingers crossed. But I do have plans to do what is best for me while while allowing Mito to not hold me back. Because I know that I can do something. There are times when I tell Mito to be quiet and there are times when Mito tells me to be to, to be quiet. So that's my big quest in finding a job. That's for for other people might be like you just go on indeed and apply for jobs it's not always that easy whenever you have a condition it's important to find a workplace that can really understand you and appreciate all that you go through in a day and how it is different from you know your coworkers day to day so i can understand that well everyone should be ready to listen to Positively Walking with Mido, and it will be hosted by these two fabulous women, Alex Salser and Jenna Woods. And it's been a pleasure talking with the two of you. Thank you so much for being a part of our podcast and allowing us to be the ones to introduce yours. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, this has been another episode of Energy in Action. Thank you so much for joining us. And we can't wait to hear and see all that you have in store in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. I encourage you to browse other Energy in Action podcast episodes. I'm so inspired by the resilience of those in previous episodes, and I know you will be too. 